Has anyone seen the movie Ratatouille? Well, in 2013, a little French rat changed my life. I was sitting on the couch with my then three-year-old son, and we were finishing up the magical movie of Ratatouille, and I had an epiphany. This little rat decided that he was going to go to Paris, he was going to study culinary arts under the best chefs in the kitchen, and he was going to become a chef. And so was I. It took me about a year to save up the money and find scholarships and to get family help to be able to be accepted to the best cooking school in the world, the Le Cordon Bleu Paris. A single mom, well, not single yet, but that's coming. <laughs> I went to Paris for the year and I was able to live out an incredible dream I cooked with some of the best chefs of the world. I got my ass handed to me every single day, and I did something I truly knew I loved and was made for. The year ended, and I had to go back to real life. And at that time, my son and my then-husband were living in Hawaii, and so I went to Hawaii, and I became a professional potato peeler. I did that for a year, and... During that year, my marriage fell apart. I was not able to support my beautiful young son on a prep cook salary. So I made the very hard decision to go back home. I joined the AmeriCorps, and I started doing really beautiful, meaningful work in our nonprofit community, helping house the homeless. And that's where our story brings us to. February 2020, I'm the interim program director for a very well-known nonprofit here in Anchorage. And part of my job is to meet with foreign diplomats. At that time, those diplomats had just flown through Asia and Seattle, and they were sick. Shortly after meeting them, I too became sick, very sick with COVID. At that time in the pandemic, they weren't allowing able-bodied 30-year-olds into the hospital, so I was sent home with an inhaler and the instructions to drink water and rest. I did that for six weeks. I languished in my bed, trying to get up to feed my son and, and homeschool, as you guys all remember. <laughs> I was so sick, and I couldn't breathe. One night, when I was trying to make us dinner, my little boy was watching TV in the other room, and I had a coughing spell that was so bad, I lost my breath. And like many other nights, I went into the shower quietly and turned on the hot water. And I let the hot water beat on my back so I could take a breath to breathe. That breath didn't come. Something was wrong. I fell into the water. And I didn't know at the time, but I had had a heart attack. I was face down in the water. I knew that I was dying. And in that moment where I should have been the most afraid and I should have been the most fearful and I should have been the most terrified, I felt something 
unexplainable. I felt a feeling of overwhelming love. It was an overwhelming feeling of love that I had been chasing my whole life, that I knew in some way that I had come from this overwhelming feeling of love, that everything comes from this overwhelming feeling of love, and that I was made to live a life that created that overwhelming feeling of love. I knew I was going to be okay. I popped out of the bathtub, and I started coughing up the water I was drowning on. And I had this knowing in my heart that I was going to survive, that I was going to live, but that it was going to be hard. And it was hard. The damage that was done to my vascular system caused damage in my brain that I needed surgery on. So I had brain surgery that year. Three months after, my father died of the same disease that took my health. You can listen to this story and say, man, that girl's been through a lot of shit. <laughs> and you're right. But what kept me going was that moment, that overwhelming feeling of love. That even if nothing turns out okay, I was going to be okay, you will be okay. Well, it's pretty hard to go back to nonprofit after you die. <laughs> Just kidding. I love all my jobs. If I need a job. <laughs> um, so in 2020, I quit my very comfortable, high-paying nonprofit job, and I decided to go to Gerwood and be a sous chef. And I got my ass kicked. <laughs> I stood elbow to elbow with a crew of pirates. They cursed me, and they, they messed up my sauces, but then the very next day, they were there with me outside in the smoking section. I wasn't smoking, but they were smoking, encouraging me to keep going. I found a family, and I found passion. In September, of this year, I decided to open up my very own catering company. It's called Cook with Passion. And it's been one success after another ever since. I want to leave you with three things I learned from dying. Three very important things. The first one is to love yourself enough to choose what it is that you love to do. The second one is to love the people assigned to your path unconditionally so that when you meet that overwhelming feeling of love, you have no regrets. And the third one, which I think is the most important to this story, is to love your purpose and what you do with your life every single day so that you can be a source of that overwhelming feeling of love. Thank you. <laughs>